Star Wars 7 by 7 episode 2453. It's Monday, which means that more likely than not these days, we're talking about the Mandalorian and I've got another Mando Memos episode on tap for you. We're going to start talking about the Mandalorian himself, Din Djarin, and we are going to today look at one aspect of his situation that really didn't get a lot of attention in season two after all. Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So The Mandalorian is by trade a bounty hunter and as I was starting to review his activities in season two to talk about what we've learned about him on this Mando Memos episode, one of the things that jumped out is that he did precious little bounty hunting in season two of The Mandalorian. Now, if we think back to season one, the first thing that we see him doing is bounty hunting, right? He captures Mithril and turns him in and there are three other people that he has in carbonite blocks and turns them in as well. So he's got four bounties that he's cashing in. And when Grief Karga says, I got a bail jumper, a bail jumper, a bail jumper, and a bail jumper, he's gonna take the lot of them. And the most expensive one that Grief Karga has, you know, not counting what happens with the client, is 5,000 credits. So that's, you know, not a heck of a lot according to the Mandalorian. It'll barely pay for fuel. He doesn't take any of those jobs though. Of course, he takes the job for the client and the client pays him with a Camtano of Beskar, which Mando immediately turns over to the armorer. And Mando does not strike me as the type to take a slice off the top, right? I would say that is not the way. And instead, not only does he get, you know, pieces of his armor crafted for him by the armorer, but he says that, you know, any spare stuff should go to the foundlings. And that in itself is an interesting prospect because there's a lot of talk about foundlings, which suggests that the armorer knows about some foundlings somewhere and so does Din. But where are these foundlings and did they escape the events of season one? So that'll be fun to see if they pop up in season three or beyond. So, you know, that's wiped out as far as we're concerned. He doesn't have money to live on, at least nothing that he's earned, aside from just the job for Mithril at the very beginning of the season. And the only other job that he goes on in season one is the one where he pairs up with Toro Calican on Tatooine going after Fennec Shand, but we don't even know if he gets to cash in the reward. Obviously Toro is dead, so he can't cash it in, but Mando is, you know, out in the wild and can't go back to the Bondsman's Guild because they are hunting for him because he broke the contract with the client. And so, you know, maybe he was able to cash that in once season one was over and all the difficulties were wiped away. Oh, and then there is the Migs Mayfeld job too. And that was not something that happened on the radar. The Bondsman's Guild had nothing to do with them. So yeah, at least there's a little something, but how far could that have really gone? And to be fair, we don't really know how much time takes place between season one and season two. As far as I've read, we just know that Mando, now with full possession of Grogu, is on the hunt for other Mandalorians to lead him to other Jedi. But as we go through season two, there's not a single job Mando takes that involves payment in credits or flan or 
Beskar or anything, right? Because it was the quid pro quo season. Cobb Vance says, kill the crate dragon and I'll give you the Boba Fett armor. Frog Lady says, I'll tell you where Mandalorians are, but take me to my planet. Bo-Katan says, I'll tell you where a Jedi is, but help me hijack this Imperial cruiser first. At least he's able to barter for ship repairs with Grief Karga, so, you know, there's something kind of resembling a direct benefit, right? But then, you know, Ahsoka? Yeah, there's no money changing hands there. And if he had any liquid assets hidden on the Razor Crest, well, those are gone, thanks to Moff Gideon destroying the Razor Crest in the tragedy. And in The Believer, no money changed hands either, but at least somebody else got the other end of the quid pro quo with Miggs Mayfield having to do this job for <laughs> no better reason other than a nice view at first, and then, you know, obviously getting his life handed back to him, which was nice. So the only thing, and it wasn't even about the bounty of all things, but the only money-making activity that the Mandalorian gets to put in in season two is the capture of Moff Gideon. Cara Dune actually states that explicitly in that final episode, but Mando wasn't doing it for the bounty. He was doing it for Grogu. He was doing it for the other half of his clan of two. And certainly it's nice that <laughs> they had the side benefit of capturing Gideon because he is going to fetch quite a price. So all of this may suggest that in season three, we might see Mando going back to what he does best, what he does for a living, which is bounty hunting, right? I don't expect him to suddenly become an economic development officer on Navarro or anything like that. But you have to imagine also that this whole business with the Darksaber and rightful rulers of Mandalore and whatnot are probably going to intrude upon what he just <laughs> wants to get back to doing, which is bounty hunting. So yeah, we'll see how that goes. Um, uh, Din Djarin, economic development officer. <laughs> Kind of like the sound of that. All right, so that is going to do it for this episode of the show. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited other respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.